Hello, and welcome to the Brown School News Podcast, episode number nine. This is the place where we'll update you on what is happening in our Brown School community. I'm your host, Ms. Melanie McGann, and in this episode, we'll catch up on some of the week's news. Then we'll check in with the first and third grade classrooms where students will share what they've been working on. Let's get started. In this week's news, Brown School's participation in this year's Read for the Record event was a huge success. On Thursday, November 7th, 174 students and faculty members listened to the story, Thank You, Amu, to help set a record for the most people reading the same book on the same day. This annual event strives to raise awareness about the critical importance of early literacy, and the Brown School community was happy to do its part. Let's listen in to some of the audio from that morning. With that, Amu closed the door and went back to her book. As she read, her thick red stew's scrumptious scent wafted out the window and out the door, down the hall, toward the street, and around the block until, knock, knock, someone was at the door. When Amu opened the door, this time she saw a police officer. Ms. Police Officer, Amu exclaimed, what brings you to my home? I was on duty down the street when I smelled the most delicious smell, Miss Police Officer said. What is it? Thick red stew. Ah, stew, she said, and her mouth watered. That sounds mighty tasty. Amu thought for a moment. There was still enough to share. Would you like some? The police officer nodded. Once again, Amu spooned out some thick red stew from the big fat pot for her nice evening meal. Thank you, Amu, the officer said, and went on her way. Throughout the day, people from all across the neighborhood knocked on Amu's door. She fed a shop owner, a cab driver, a doctor, an actor, a lawyer, a dancer, a baker, an artist, a singer, an athlete, a bus driver, a construction worker, even the mayor stopped by. And each time they knocked, Amu shared. Soon the sky darkened, the streetlights brightened, and it was finally time for dinner. But when Amu opened her big fat pot of thick red stew for her nice evening meal, it was empty. Knock, 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 knock. Who could that be, Amu wondered. When she opened her door, she saw everyone she fed today was at her door. I'm sorry, everyone, Amu sighed. My thick red stew is all gone. I have nothing left to share. The little boy tugged on Amu's sleeve. Don't worry, Amu, we are not here to ask. We are here to give. The police officer carried in a fresh salad. The mayor entered with a roast chicken. The baker brought a collection of sweet goodies. Even the little boy presented Amu with something special in a shiny red envelope. Everyone who had knocked on Amu's door that day squeezed inside her tiny apartment, and together they ate, danced, and celebrated. While Amu's big fat pot of thick red stew was empty, her heart was full of happiness and love. That dinner was the best she had ever had. Thank you, Amu. Later on that day, students and faculty members enjoyed the special Thank You, Amu stew prepared by our very own Chef Rice to honor the occasion. Thank you, Chef Rice. Last week, we talked about traditions on the podcast, and one of our traditions is to create a float and march in the Schenectady Holiday Parade. Thanks to the hard work of our PALS committee, along with many families and their talents, for the past few years, the Brown School community has put together an award-winning float. 
This Saturday, November 23rd, Brown School will once again be participating in the parade. This year's theme is Sugar Rush, and PALS volunteers have been working for weeks to put together the parts for our float, the Good Ship Lollipop. On Saturday, November 23rd, the day of the parade, volunteers will come together from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. to put all of the pieces together as they build our very own Good Ship Lollipop in the Brown School parking lot. Then, all marchers will meet in the parking lot at Schenectady Community College no later than 4.30 p.m. for a parade start time of 5 o'clock. More information is available about our exact meeting location if you are interested in marching with us. Keep in mind that there is limited parking due to street closures that evening, so if you're interested in marching and need information about locations or parking suggestions, please email pals at brownschool.org. The cast and crew of this year's musical, The Little Mermaid, have been working since auditions took place last May to prepare for our upcoming December show. Here are a few snippets from some of our students practicing at our most recent Saturday morning rehearsal. to come meet some of our main characters in person, join us for our Meet the Characters and Pancake Breakfast on Saturday, December 7th. Ariel, Sebastian, Flounder, Ursula, Flotsam and Jetsam, Prince Eric, King Triton, and more will be greeting students and signing autographs. After you've met the characters, sit down to a pancake breakfast in our cafe. All students ages 3 through 10 who attend the breakfast will be entered for raffle drawings for themed giveaways. Presale ticket prices are $7 for children 10 and under, and $10 for adults. Tickets will also be available at the door for a flat rate of $10, and all proceeds go to the Brown School Theater Department. Once you've met those characters, come back and see the show one week later. We have an evening performance on Saturday, December 14th at 6.30 p.m., and an afternoon performance on Sunday, December 15th at 1.30 p.m. And last in our news, Brown School is participating in a program from Crayola called Color Cycle. Our preschool classes have been collecting markers for a while, but we are now expanding the program school-wide. 
The Color Cycle program has repurposed more than 70 tons of expended markers in the United States and Canada since 2013. Brown School students and teachers will be adding their worn-out markers to the collection boxes, and you can help to support our efforts to keep plastic out of landfills by sending in any used markers that you may have around the house. Even though the program is sponsored by Crayola, they accept non-Crayola brands, highlighters, and dry erase markers. A drop-off box will be located in the main office where you or your child can deposit your worn-out markers. And now, turning our attention to what's been going on in our classrooms. The first graders created an acrostic poem about gratitude during a mind-up lesson this week. After a discussion about things that they appreciate and are grateful for, they brainstormed ideas for a class poem. They talked about the feeling that they have when they think about things that they're grateful for and how thoughts can shift to a more positive mindset, which helps them to be calmer. Let's listen in as the first grade class reads us their gratitude poem. The third graders are working on map skills and they're just finishing up a special map project. Third grader Steven is here to introduce the project and then we'll listen in as some of the other third graders tell us a little bit about their own projects. In social studies, we have been working on a map project. We used our imaginations to make up an island. Now everyone is drawing a picture of their great ideas. We made map keys, scales, a compass rose with cardinal directions, and a population key. We are working on our final draft right now. Heart Island. Its name is Heart Island. It has three mountains. Put them all together, 1,000 feet. The population is 5,432 heart people. Pokemon Island. There's all the Pokemon you can get. My island is called Unicorn Island. My island is always summer. My island's Candyland and it's mainly candy. The weather is mostly 60 degrees. The island is pink. There are Gummy Drop Mountains, Dippin' Nuts Lake, and Ice Cream Forest. It's called Imagination Island, and over the years it has been damaged. Bad guys have been taking over it, but it's up to Kitty to save the island. My island's name is the Unicorn Island. The houses there are magical. The weather there is always sunny. My imaginary island is called Eagle Island. My island is made up of five islands. Eagle Islands have a population of 2,000 eagles. My imaginary island is Fox Island. There are 2,000 foxes on Fox Island. It is always summer. That is all for this episode of the Brown School News Podcast. If you're looking for more information about anything you heard here today, check out our website at www.brownschool.org. 
To keep up with all the latest happenings at Brown School, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, you can keep up with our podcast by finding us and subscribing on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.